Welcome to the SA for FA's Retirement Advisor Podcast, a series that addresses issues of importance to financial advisors when dealing with the preeminent issue on their clients' minds, namely their desire for financial independence. I am your host, Gil Weinrich of Seeking Alpha, and today we will discuss housing and retirement, which according to a new Harvard study, is developing into a significant problem. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, this word on behalf of our sponsor. The budgets of about one-third of Americans aged 65 or older are being ravished by the costs of housing. This is just one of many bracing and on balance harsh findings of a new study by Harvard's Joint Center for Housing Studies. The center's definition of a cost-burdened household is one that spends more than 30% of income on housing. But the study's results are quite a bit worse than this, since half of the 10 million households in this category are reckoned as severely cost-burdened, meaning that they're spending 50% or more of their income on housing. The report, called Housing America's Older Adults 2019, is chock-full of data, but I will only mention a tiny sliver of its points containing the greatest pertinence to financial advisors. A big theme of the report concerns public policy issues. Despite the urgent tone of the report calling for new models of housing and for the provision of various community services, financial advisors are not in a position to assume that help is on the way from Washington or the states. Rather, we should conservatively assume that no help is on the way and, trying to be constructive, act as though what help older Americans will receive is that which they hear from their financial advisors. With that framework, perhaps the first thing that can be said on the basis of this report is that Americans who own their own homes fare better than renters. As you might expect, those aged 65 and older had the highest rate of home ownership of any age group at 78.5%. The key point, though, is that those homeowners have lower costs than the renters, as you might also expect. Households aged 65 and older are paying on average $458 in monthly housing costs, about half the $830 that renters in this age cohort are shelling out. Not only are their expenses lower, but just as obviously, their assets are greater, since homeowners have accumulated equity in their homes. The takeaway here is that their client's homeownership should not be a matter of indifference to financial advisors mainly dealing with investment securities. A second and related point is that although renters age 65 and older are likelier to be cost burdened than homeowners to the tune of 54% of renters versus 26% of homeowners, we can further segment the homeowners between those still holding mortgages and those who are free and clear. And you guessed it, 43% of the mortgage holders are cost-burdened versus just 15% of older homeowners who've paid off their mortgages. More alarming, the proportion of seniors holding real estate debt has been rapidly rising from 24% of households aged 65 to 79 three decades ago to 46% currently, with a median balance back then of $16,800 to a median balance of $77,000 currently. We've seen a big spike in such debt for households aged 80 and older as well. Consequently, paying off debt should not be a matter of indifference to advisors, even those who primarily deal with investment securities. A third key point emerging from this Harvard report is that Gen X is in trouble. Households aged 50 to 64 
have higher debt levels and lower home ownership than their predecessors at similar ages. They are thus approaching retirement in notably worse shape. So here are a few concluding thoughts for advisors and their clients. First, with more access to information and cheaper and better financial products and services than ever, it doesn't seem that people are any better off, and seemingly they are worse off. For example, while I can't verify this, it is possible that people hold on to their mortgages longer because interest rates are so low and refinancing so easy. Yet this consumer convenience may be a debt trap. It's one thing for a 35-year-old couple to use their home equity to start a business, but 65-year-olds should be de-risking, going into retirement debt-free. Older seniors sometimes need expensive items like nursing home care, which is much harder to afford when your bank owns a good chunk of your home. Besides the fact that homeowners have better outcomes than renters, and that free and clear ownership is favorable compared to holding a mortgage because it increases equity and reduces risk, I'd add a third advantage. Homeownership increases optionality. The report makes mention of the big increase in multi-generational housing, with the proportion of older Americans living with children, grandchildren, parents, or in-laws having reached 20% of the older population. Assuming that a good portion of such arrangements occur more out of need than desire, one can imagine that seniors in a financial predicament, but with a home, could at least rent out or sell the home to help contribute financially to their new housemates. Best of all, if their situation eases, they could move back into their homes if they wanted to or had to come back. That also goes for retired couples that move overseas to a more affordable location for a year or so. They won't be priced out of the market if they return to homes they already own. In short, financial advisors who focus on investment securities alone are withholding the holistic view of their clients' finances that is increasingly needed given the trends brought out by this Harvard report and others like it. For long-term solvency and stability, there's no place like home in a financial plan. Thanks for listening. If you found this podcast useful, please consider passing it on to one other advisor. Also, feel free to contact me at gil at seekingalpha.com if you have feedback or requests. This is Seeking Alpha's Gil Weinrich.